and today is January 3rd of 2021. Happy New Year. It's uh, a new year, hopefully not as shitty as the last year, but I guess we'll see. Uh, t- <laughs> today I'm joined by uh, Ian Hyper, uh, Chicken Bone BJJ on Instagram. Uh, he runs the podcast Dojo Outfitters, and also, isn't that a store? Yeah, so that's my Sensei Andy Hung's uh, store. Awesome. And um, he's had it open for I think over six years now. Um, it might it might even be more. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really dope spot in uh, Portland, and anybody who's never been there before, definitely go check it out. It's a really cool gi shop. That's awesome. I've actually never been there. I've been to like Bridge City Fight Shop before, but I never even knew uh, about Dojo Outfitters until recently. And uh, it was funny because like I was like making a request of who would you guys like to hear on the podcast, and like multiple people were like get chicken bone on there and then I started like looking into you and you're like dojo outfitters I'm like oh wow that sounds cool (laughs) yeah no uh first of all thank you to all the people who wanted to hear me talk I think that I talk a lot so for (laughs) people who wanted to hear me talk even more man thank you so much and thank you so much too uh really appreciate you giving me you know the opportunity to talk I love talking of course me too Um, I love jujitsu and um I love training, and I love meeting all the people who do train, so, yeah, man, thank you guys so much. Yeah, the community is a great place. Uh, so, you are a blue belt under, and you train at PDX BJJ, and you're also yeah. a blue belt in uh, judo, is that correct? Yeah, um, I, I don't train, so, I love judo, I really do love judo, um, without judo, I would have never started jujitsu. Yeah. That being said... Uh, I just haven't been training a lot of judo recently, um, just cause I just am in, in love with jujitsu right now. And <laughs> when I, when I, I, I just want to train jujitsu right now. That's kind of been my thing. And kind of the reason that I've gotten away from training as much judo, but I, I still want to do judo. I still want to, I still want to get good at judo cause Judo is so hard, man. It it's is. so hard. I took a... Take. Yeah, I took judo when I was, like, a white belt. Uh, I, like, was doing a lot of it then, and uh, I would, like, get out of work and go to a judo class. And I wasn't really doing too much jiu-jitsu then, and it was just wrecking my body. <laughs> it's it so bad. And, of course, everybody... I'm, like, kind of tiny, and, like, everybody's a lot bigger than me. And compared to, like, being the small guy in jiu-jitsu, like, judo is a whole different animal. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny how you get good at falling is getting thrown hard. Yeah. So, it's, it's man, it's so, it's weird that <laughs> you got to get tossed hard by big people to get good at falling. So, it's kind of just, it sucks, kind of. Yeah, it hurts. It definitely, like, it has attacks on your body and it's, like... Yeah, I like, uh, I like jiu-jitsu more as well. It's just, like, I like to blend the judo in with my jiu-jitsu, but as a sport, I don't think I I would ever compete in judo ever or just, like, regularly take classes. There's, uh, there's so much more to jiu-jitsu, and it's, like, never-ending, like, the learning process. 
I mean, I'm sure that that's true with judo as well, but, you know, like, with jiu-jitsu, it's just, like, it's never, like, ending. There's a lot of wormholes, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, like you said, it's the same for judo, too, because you can get, you can go down the same type of wormholes um, in judo, too. Yeah. Uh, it, it, dude, judo is a funny sport. It really is. And I'm sure a lot of people think jujitsu is a funny sport too, though. But <laughs> outside, honestly, outside perspective, definitely. Yeah. Hey, no, but honestly, but I think that um, judo is a harder sport than jujitsu. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's especially Portland judo is the biggest, um, the biggest uh, judo school in the United States. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. I kind of, like, right before uh, I did this interview, I kind of, like, Google searched it and, like, looked at it. It's a pretty big school. It's huge. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and there's a lot of kids, too. Yeah. And the thing about going to a Rondori class at Portland Judo is there's probably going to be five or six black belts. Yeah. So if you're doing Rondori at Portland Judo you're facing some of the best judo players. You're getting you know, thrown. In, 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 shoot, in the United States, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sensei Andy was a alternate Olympian. I was going to ask you if it's like there was any Olympic judo athletes. That's really awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so Travis Stevens. Hold on just a second. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's really of, impressive. A lot of talent. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of you know. You know, it's like how jujitsu is. There's there's people at our school that no one knows who are unreal at judo. Yeah. And uh, some of the kids, some of the kids. Oh my goodness! I cannot wait. I cannot wait. There's there's a handful of kids there who have been training since a super young age, and uh, it's fun to see them grow and get better. And we oh, have a nice. girl who. Uh, I mean, her goal is to make the Olympics. Yeah. So. That's, like, a big thing to set as, like, a child. There's, like, kids get really, when kids get attached to, like, martial arts, it's, like, it's truly life-changing and, like, it's really inspirational to see, like, the kids go down that path of, like, uh, rather than watching, like, a kid being, like, I don't even want to be on the mats, like, my mom and dad signed me up for this and I don't want to do it, but, like. Yeah, you just see, like, a kid on the mat that's just, like, killing it every single day, and they compete, and it's just really awesome to watch. I think, yeah, like, it's, uh, in jiu-jitsu, yeah, too, like, you see a lot of these kids that have been doing jiu-jitsu for their whole life, and they're getting, like, their black belt to, like, 18, 19, and it's just blowing my mind. It's, like, such a common thing now. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you know, but Haley Van, she trains yeah. at that 10th plant in Portland. Yeah. She's a purple belt now. And when I first met her, when I first met her, because I think she's 16 now. Yeah. So she's when I really first young. met her, she had to be somewhere around 12 or 13. She's a killer. And no, no kidding. 12 or 13, she was kicking my ass. Yeah. Kicking yeah. my ass. And, and, and like every time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I watched her. Um, I've seen her at local tournaments, and I saw her at Fight to Win uh, against, who did she compete against? I can't remember her name. Ellie? I, or... 
yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember her name, but I see her a lot too. It's like the the female competitors. It, the it's a very small pool, and I see them frequently. But Haley's a, a monster. Like she she's a wrestler, and like yeah, she's killing it. I didn't know she was a purple belt. Now that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So she. Uh, it, it, it was very. Uh, sorry, I just had a pop up. Oh, you're good. Uh, <laughs> go away. Go away. Yeah. So uh, she just recently got her purple belt. Um, oh, dude, my thing just, there we go. Technology. <laughs> um, yeah, don't pop up on me while I'm trying to have a nice little talk. <laughs> computer. It, it was, uh, really recently and I've actually, I've, I've got to roll with her, shoot, a hand, 20 times at least, a, a bunch of times. I, I frequent 10th Planet a lot and I've yeah. done a lot of the, th- um, a lot of the open mats and they're all the homies there and. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm 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 excited to see her future, man. Because I I joked a while ago we were both blue belts together. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but you're way better <laughs> of a blue belt than me. <laughs> yeah, she's scary. She's gonna. I think she's got a lot of potential, and I'll probably end up competing against her one day. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm a lot smaller than her, but like, I would actually love the opportunity if we like ever competed against each other man i really missed the open mats at 10th planet <laughs> yeah uh that was a big thing for me where yeah. it was i love my school i love portland judo i love pdx bjj um but dude for me cross training is really fun yeah i do it a really lot fun. doing mm-hmm. no gi for me is really fun mm-hmm. um I really liked leg locks a long time ago. I, I still like leg locks, but not like <laughs> I used to. But yeah. that's where I, you know, that's where I wanted to to go. I wanted to learn about all that stuff. And Tenth Planet has helped my game so much. Just even in the gi, you know, I play rubber guard in the gi. Yeah, and a lot of people are the like, rubber guard. Yeah. yeah, I love that in stuff the in the gi. It's so good when you have the lapel over your foot, and it's like it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It's honestly been something where I've been able to explore and to make something my own. Because if you look at my sensei, he's 210 pounds. He's a shit brick house. (laughs) And, you know, I'm 160 pounds. So not everything everything that he shows me is going to work for me. Yeah. This was like my situation... Two years ago, I was under Warren Brooks. I uh, I switched schools. I train at a few schools now. But I was under Warren Brooks, and I'm, like, 125, and he's, like, 250, like, huge, dude. <laughs> and, he do, and he uses big guy jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, some of this works, but most of it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and, and, and honestly, a lot of the stuff um, that Andy has showed me has, has worked for me, but there's just some of it that just, just you know, he, he has a funny saying. He has a funny saying, and, and I just I just heard him say it to me in my head. He'll always, if you're talking about something like this, he'll be like, not with an attitude like that, it's not going to work. Oh, my gosh. I literally, <laughs> I literally just heard him say that to me. I hate that. <laughs> It is true. Not with an attitude like that. <laughs> I hate that, but it's so true. <laughs> um, I'm willing to try. I'm willing to try anything someone shows me. Yeah. It's just whether or not it's going to work for my body type. No, and you find that out when you're rolling with people. Because, like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, you find that out. Uh, me and you, we're never going to muscle people, probably. 
No problem. You know what I mean? I'm never going to muscle a technique out. So if I feel like I got to put a lot of strength into something or something like that, man, I'm just not going to do that. I definitely did that, like, while I was a blue belt in tournaments with people my size, I was... I was like, <laughs> really using a lot of muscle. I was like, wow, I feel really strong. I'm going to use it. <laughs> and then I get tired. <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I just gassed myself out. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, what does your game look like? Um, do you like the gi or do you like no gi better? Because you were saying that you like no gi a lot. but uh, Like no gi a lot. Um I want to get my black belt in the gi. Yes. So I'm going to keep training in the gi. Um, I like the gi. I really do. It, it's so fun. It's there's hard. There's so many. It's hard. It's easy to get. Um, it's easy to, to slow things down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rolling with Liz Tracy. Nice. Uh who just got her black belt, so congratulations. Congratulations, Liz. Liz. An awesome job uh, at uh, CJJ Worlds. That was dude, incredible the, performance. Did, yeah. Did, did you see the picture where she's on that Our girl's bar? back and has the oh. slap hand? She's, like, <laughs> on top of the girl and just has her slap hand ready. Uh, it's, I, was, I told her, I was like, that's, savage. like, the most iconic picture I've seen of you. <laughs> Yeah, she needs to, like, make a poster of that. I like the armbar one a lot, too, but that's a good one, too. Yeah. Dude, Liz is a beast, and so I rolled, uh, wait a minute. I previously rolled with her, and, <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, um, she, she was not sitting in any positions. She'd get a good position, and then just move to another good position, and then another good position, and then another good position, and it got to where I couldn't keep up. yeah. And I was getting tired, and I was like, where is the key to slow her down right now? <laughs> you just got to hold on to it. <laughs> Come here! <laughs> yeah, that's like one thing about Nogi is if you have someone that's like moving, 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 and you can't keep up with them, you're you're going to lose. Like, and that's it. Uh, I love Nogi. I uh, I train it more frequently um, than the Gi right now, at least. Well, I guess previously. <laughs> but uh um yeah it's hard like nogi is very fast paced i like i think really? i like it more yeah. than uh the gi though right now i'd like to say that i like them both the same yeah because i don't want to i don't want to say that i like one more than the other just because i love grappling I, so if i yeah. gotta grapple you with a gi on or without a gi on i'll just do it Jiu-jitsu, yeah. Just saying about okay. yeah, translating so, over in the gi. Yeah, do you think, think that people should be ranked in gi and in no gi, or do you think it should all just be one ranking? Uh, in my honest opinion, I think like uh, there is a large like disparity between the gi and no gi, like. Um, I, I train at a no-gi school and at a gi school separately, uh, and I think, like, like, if a 10th Planet student wanted to, like, say a 10th Planet brown belt wants to train in the gi, 
or like someone who just does like no gi wants to train in the gi and they don't even know how to break a grip you know like they have to learn every there's so many tools that are being hit i think that they should start from scratch in the gi um i don't know but then you're like rolling with a brown belt that's like also tearing people up but might not understand grips yeah it's funny because you know a place like 10th planet you can understand why they would want to belt there because they have a very specific system yeah so it's i feel like in 10th planet it's to get promoted you have to know you have to be good at grappling but you have to know the system as well oh yeah totally they have a very specific system like with the warm-ups like with the moves that they do it's all very 10th planet unique like you don't really see a lot of that at other schools like with the twisters with the lockdown half uh yeah with the truck like all that stuff it's like a lot of catch wrestling really i really like it (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and, um, like I said, I think adding port, I found, I found 10th planet exactly when I needed to. Yeah. It was, it, I found it where I was still the white belt, but I knew a few things. Yeah. And then it just, I just found so much success with a lot of the stuff that they use, especially in the gi. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't. It really works in the gi. It's so It really good. does. Yeah, it's so good. And, like, it's funny that, like, most, like, 10th Planet people, I can speak because, like, my black belt uh, at Art of War is a 10th Planet black belt, too. But it's just so funny to me that, like, a lot of people that don't do gi are like, oh, like, that won't work, blah, 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 gi is trash. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Some people are like that, but, like, this stuff really does work in the gi. Yeah, I think that... At first, a lot of people just thought it was, what's the right word? Um, not, it, it was fun names and maybe techniques that weren't really going to work, but then they started working. Especially in, in com- MMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it started working and then people were like, wait, maybe this is legit. Yeah, it's legit. And now Eddie Bravo has, like, over 100 schools, like, so many black belts everywhere. It's just, like, really awesome. Uh, it goes... Have you... Uh, I saw this documentary recently that was talking about American Jiu-Jitsu, and I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, oh, well, it kind of, like, coincides with, like, the whole, like, culture of, like, Tenth Planet and Keenan Cornelius, who is, like, creating a whole new system with the lapel... And, like, I was, like, kind of, like, oh, this is, like, really silly to, like, call American Jiu-Jitsu American Jiu-Jitsu, like, and I'm, like, looking at all these comments of people are making and, like, just trash-talking it, but I don't know. How do you feel about that, like, American Jiu-Jitsu or, like, the culture of Jiu-Jitsu in general? I think that I'm a traditionalist, obviously, uh... I I think it came from judo, obviously, yeah. and 
I think that if you want to call it American Jiu-Jitsu, so you'll train, do call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I think people should. Just, I think people should just train. Yeah. For me, training is training. You can call it American Jiu-Jitsu. You can call it Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You can call it Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Anything. To me, yeah. To me, training is training. I think those people are saying stuff to get reactions. It's kind of like how Gordon Ryan is. Yeah, he's uh, so bad on the internet. I hate it. <laughs> he's a troll. Yeah. He's a troll. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff I think he does is super funny. I follow him, so yeah. obviously I'm down with the trolling. But I think that Keenan is just saying stuff to get reactions. Reactions, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're all still doing jiu-jitsu he he totally admitted it too like uh he's like oh yeah i'm just trying to like rebrand it and like make it my own thing and like yeah it's totally a reaction thing i think because like if you look at it like everything i've learned like all my lineage and everything it's all come from like brazilian jiu-jitsu and japanese judo it's like i don't know (laughs) all BJJ to me but I also like we'll just call it I just call it jujitsu I just call it training yeah martial arts going to train today (laughs) yeah so excited I am so excited whenever I get the opportunity to train uh this whole year has been just so hard yeah well it's really made me realize how much I took training for granted. Yeah. I always thought it was going to be there. Yeah. I always thought, you know, I had a great schedule going. Yeah. I, I had my certain days that I'd train. Certain, I had my work schedule worked out to where work was never getting in the way. I've got an amazing wife, so she's very supportive. So she's always down to let me train. So I just had it to where I just was always always training and and it was just never a second thought and then once the lockdown happened it just made me realize how much I need it how how much I rely on it for my mental part of my life yeah totally Um, I I don't know I the the first time I rolled after I took the break I think I rolled eight rounds in a row it was a it was a small <laughs> mat space and we yeah. had a bunch of guys there nice and i was looking around i was like hey if you guys don't want in i want another round yeah. i'm taking another round and You're i just like, stayed in and then yeah the i don't know you know the the hold on just yeah so like i'm pretty like relying on it myself um i definitely like don't really operate well without a schedule, and, um, like, jiu-jitsu, like, became a huge part of my life just because it's, like, you know, you get your endorphins, you're, like, going, like, all this adrenaline, like, all the happy chemicals are just, like, released with that, and, yeah, when lockdown happened, I, I was, like, struggling, too, and it was rough, man, got a dummy, I was like, man, this isn't cutting it, <laughs> It was hard, and it's still happening in Oregon. It's like we're still like dealing with it, you know. Yep, I haven't I haven't been to my school since um, they we opened back up for for a second. It was like literally a second. I think it was 
July. So I haven't been I haven't been to Portland Judo since July. Oh my gosh! And uh, I know. Yeah. It's uh, it it the Portland Judo ha- has done so much for me and uh, helped me change a lot. For whatever reason, I was I've I was so cocky for no reason, for nothing, and I always just thought I was just such a cool guy, you know cool guy and uh portland judo beat that out of me literally literally beat it out of me to where i went home some days and just questioned everything yeah every dude everything and it it just got to the point where i was like man i'm not humble enough yeah i'm not i'm i'm not i'm not a lot of stuff and Man, getting your ass whipped for going on seven years now, I still get my ass whipped all the time. Yeah. Uh, Portland Judo has done so much for me, and I just miss it. I miss it so bad. I miss my training partners. Yeah, hopefully. I miss my, I miss my sense days. I miss, I miss so much stuff, man. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I haven't really been to my gi school in, like, since March, like, I haven't been there in so long, and I don't even really know how they're doing or how they're, like, hanging in. We've all been, like, paying our fees monthly, you know? I think it's, like, a really good time, like, if you have been paying fees or originally to, like, keep doing that to, like, help support your gym. Because, like, what else are they gonna do, you know what I mean? It sucks. Yeah. There's so many gyms around, like, getting shut down, uh... And my Nogi school, I was going there before, like, the the freeze that happened. I was going there, like, just by myself. I have the key there, so I can, like, just go there to, like, lift weights and, you know, train by myself there, which is really nice. But, yeah, there's, like, nothing happening, which is so... It sucks. <laughs> but Yeah, you know. and it, it's crazy that it's we're coming up on a year. Yeah, almost a year. Uh, I I just like uh, with the whole podcasting thing. This is like a big part of like compensating and like I feel like it's become like compensation for like the lack of. I I was doing a lot of open mats and stuff when that was allowed, but like I just it's been really nice to be able to connect with people like more because of like the lockdown and stuff. So like. I'm really grateful for it in that way, and it's been awesome in that way, because, like, yeah, I've been meeting some really awesome people, like yourself. (laughs) Oh, dude, I've been so surprised with the amount of guests that I've been able to get for the show. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Phil Schwartz. He's helped me a lot with a few. Nice. I've, I've been able to get a lot of these people on my own, which is, so I've just, I, I mean, the community is so amazing, especially Craig Jones. I mean, I just sent Craig Jones a message on Instagram. That's so that, cool. That was it. And then yeah. he responded and, um, you know, it's just the, the, like you said, the people that we've been able to talk to, uh, it for me, well, this has been a pretty shitty year for a lot of people, 
um, this has been a really good year for me. Yeah. With as much bad stuff that has happened. Uh, when I sat back at the first of the year and I was talking to my wife, um, it's been a good year for me. Yeah, and same. If you, if I take out all the the whatever, um, I got a family that loves me. I got a wife who supports me. I've got an amazing little son. Um, I'm still training. Uh, I'm still doing podcasts. I'm still doing. I'm still doing my thing. Yeah. And um, you know, 2020 was tough. It was tough, but um, for me, it was a good year. And I'm just ready. I'm ready to smash 2021. I got some some goals. I got some goals, and we're about to go hard on them. Yeah? What are your goals? Uh, They're mostly jujitsu related, but... um, Are you going to try to compete? Yeah, I'm going to try and compete. February 7th will be my four-year anniversary at Blue Belt. Yeah, congrats. Um, So, uh, you know, you're not allowed to ask for your promotion, (laughs) right? But... You can say that it's a goal, and so it's a goal for me to get my purple belt this year. Um, You're coming up on it, I think. Four years I'm, at blue I, belt. I I feel like I'm 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 definitely close. I got a little more work to do, and um, I got a few secrets that that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> say, but I got a few secrets. <laughs> nice. I have some secrets. I got I got, I got some. Um, I got some cool people on my side. I got some cool people in my corner. Uh, That's like the best feeling. Dude, it yeah. feels good when people want to help you. Yeah, like but, having support and having like people that just like want to see you do well and that are just pushing you. It's just like the best thing in the world. Yeah, and um, actually while we're talking about that, I want to give a quick shout out to my sound guy and producer um jason mason um he he uh we've been friends for such a long time and he's been one of those people uh you just reminded me that man he helps he helps me um stay accountable with training and i feel the same way for him where i keep him accountable at the same time and uh yeah, man, we got we got some good stuff coming <laughs> in, in 2021. I'm excited to see that. That's awesome. I'm going to have to listen to your yeah. podcast, too. Actually, I'm not huge on listening to podcasts. It's funny because, like, I make them, but I don't I don't listen to them very often. I listen, I listen to, like, true crime and, like, science stuff sometimes at work, but I don't, like, sit there and listen to a podcast usually, but I'm going to have to check yours out. I'm super excited to do that. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, all the episodes are on YouTube only, so it is kind of a pain in the ass to to go on there. Um, But, yeah, definitely check them out. Some of my favorite episodes are definitely the Kevin Hughes episode. I think it's episode 15. Nice. So I definitely recommend that one. I definitely don't recommend any of the early ones because they're cringy. (laughs) They're super cringy. It's okay. Like, there's definitely some cringy episodes on mine as well. It's like, it's usually like when you're first starting out, it's like, how do I do this? Like, what do do we talk about? (laughs) Oh, man, this coffee is hitting me. Big shout out to Happenstance Coffee. They, uh, on point. (laughs) Hey, I'm not a coffee guy. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm from Oregon and not a coffee guy. So wow. I know that's, uh, that's a little weird, but... That's um, okay. 
Uh, yeah. Do you have anything I, that you're into? Do you smoke pot? Oh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a big pot smoker. There you um, go. Obviously, I train at Ten Planet, so yeah. I don't drink. That's such other. a huge stereotype. <laughs> hey, it's so true though. It is so, so true. true. Oh my god, it's so true. Have you um? Uh, if you ever go down to HQ, I haven't, but like all of my coaches have been down there, and it's just like outside of the gym, people are just smoking joints. Oh yeah. Even That's inside, it, even inside sometimes. Allegedly, um, at Tenth Planet, Portland. That's how it is too. <laughs> we, we won't I'm, not, say, I'm uh, not sure exactly, but yeah. possibly you have to go a certain <laughs> um, amount of feet away from the front door, and yeah. then you're safe. Do you ever uh, like get really stoned in a uh, roll of people? I think it's pretty fun. Um. Yeah. I uh, sometimes. I do, I mean, I would say that I roll stoned 95, 99% of the time. 99. Um, but it's normally, it's normally like the 10th planet open mats where I'll take it too far because there'll be so many people out there smoking and then all of a sudden I'm one of the last people out there and I'm You're like, like, what oh, am I doing? Where I am got, I? <laughs> yeah. You're I like still got an out. hour and a half of training. <laughs> Fuck, and you're like, I'm, I'm covered in sweat, like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, uh, I, like, don't, well, I don't really smoke too much pot anymore, but, um, when I did, I would smoke before I'd roll, but I found I, it doesn't really work too well with me. Yeah, like, it really slows me down, and, like, I just get in my head too much when I'm rolling, and it sucks. I used to compete, um, I used to, like, just sit out in the parking lot and smoke a lot before I'd go and compete. Which has worked, really? yeah, which has worked for me, um, quite a bit, like, I think the first sub-league I competed in, uh, I got gold, and I was super stoned. <laughs> My anxiety is way too high. Yeah. That I can't, I can't even think about smoking. Yeah. I'm, the thing I talk about a lot on the podcast is I get so nervous. Oh, man, I it just, kills me. Dude, I, mm, yeah. It takes away 50% of my energy. Yeah. I sap my energy from being so nervous where yeah. I'm just thinking the whole time. I hated it. Uh, last time I just competed for Heart and Hustle. And I it was my first competition. I competed three times just in February. And it was awesome. And I did great. And like I was like, I'm going to keep it up, keep the momentum going. And then the lockdown happened. And um, so... I just competed for Heart and Hustle, and I, like, I was so nervous, dude. I, like, was freaking out a little in my head, and, like, right when I went to my first match, I was, like, breathing heavy. I'm, like, <sighs> like, immediately almost just wrestling, and I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm just, like, gonna gas myself out. Like, I need to chill out, and, yeah, I didn't feel right, but... So who were who were the other girls? Was that the one with Krista Orchard and No, that was the first one. I was on um I think week five. Uh Chris that was a good one. I was actually supposed to be on that one, but um I couldn't make it up to Portland. Uh that one had Krista Orchard, um Gabby Keem. She she's from Tenth Planet Springfield. I actually roll with her a lot. Um, who else was on it? Tasha Cleveland. Tasha, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Madison Claire, which I've rolled with Krista in Madison before in competition. Yeah, good. Chris, Krista's really good. Krista's, Krista's one a of beast. my favorite. She's so great. Krista, 
Yeah. yeah. She, she, well, she's an awesome person to begin with. Um, yeah. me, me and her were cool right away. <laughs> I always talk about her on my podcast. It's so good. <laughs> Shout out to Krista. She's good people, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good about, um, I don't, I don't know what the right word is, judging people. I'm good at finding dirt bags. Yeah. And so when I see a good person, I'm like, oh, this is a good person. Yeah. And me and Krista kind of hit it off. We were just homies. It was right away. It was kind of like a mutual cool thing. And um, we're very similar body types as well. We're awesome. both long and lean. Yeah. And so we, it was, I always had really fun roles with her. Yeah, she's and great. Actually, funny funny story. I was there when she got her blue belt. Yay! That's so awesome. Yeah, it was a uh, open mat. Uh, her brother Nate was there, and uh, he just called a stop to everything, and she got her blue belt. Oh, and, that's uh, so awesome! Did she freak the, out? The gi guy, being the gi guy, I helped her tie her belt. <laughs> I gave her the, the the super special belt tie. Nice. Did she wear it for the rest of the night? I'm curious. Oh, I told her. I said, you hey, gotta do if I tie this belt, it ain't coming off. Yeah. So she wore that thing the whole night. That's so cool. Man, shout out yeah. to Krista. Yeah. So who was who was the um who was the, the people that you competed against with in week five? So week was, five um, it was Was the girl from Ten Planet Springfield there? I'm I'm blanking on her name right now. Amber Ortiz. Um she she just got her blue belt. Uh, yeah, it was Amber Ortiz, um, Casey McBride, uh, I'm not sure if she's a blue belt. She definitely should have her blue belt, um, for sure. Yeah, I've actually, I've actually got to roll with Casey at, uh, an open mat before. She's tough. And it's, uh, she's physical. Yeah, she's very strong. Like, she's very yeah, strong yeah, yeah. and wrestling. She's just, like, a very MMA-oriented person, but, uh, totally. yeah, she's a good role. Um, when we did, when we had our, I've only rolled with her once, but when we had her roll at the end, I was like dapping her up and I was <laughs> like, man, I felt like, I felt like I was just starting to like get the rhythm with you. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, you want to go again? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go again. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when you that roll. happens. <laughs> I love it That's when, what I yeah. And, uh, I love when that happens when you get into the groove with someone and they're just so down to like, keep going with you or like even yeah. sometimes when I roll with my friends, like the timer will be over and I'm like, Hey, like, Let's are go. you sure we're done? Like, do you want to keep going? This is a really good round. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, the other person that was on the card, um, was Nell Ward. She's out of straight blast gym and she's a purple belt. Yeah. 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 She's a beast too. So I, it, dude, you reminded me of a power play I like to use. Yeah? Yeah, so when someone kicks my ass, and I mean like toast me, kicks my ass, a power play I like to use is <laughs> ask him to roll again next round. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to get hey. you this round. <laughs> hey, low-key, you get so much respect when you do that to people. You really do. It's like... they're like, I... I literally just toasted you for five minutes and you want some more? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. I actually really love that. That's like truly like one, you're getting humbled and it's like, oh, I need more of that. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah. The old power play. I like it. Yeah. What's your, what's your plans for 2021? Uh, I definitely want to compete more. Um, I am competing on February 3rd. 
13th, I think, for submissions on the shore. Uh, it's, like, a really big event. They do, like, cash prizes. Um, I think it's, like, for mainly blue belts, it's, like, the baddest blue, but they have an advanced division, so I'm going to do that. Uh, make my purple belt debut. <laughs> so excited. Uh, hopefully I get some people in my division. Like, it's really hard to find, like, people that are my size, but... I'm okay with, like, rolling with other people. I, I just want to compete. Um, that's one of my biggest goals. It's just competing more now that I'm a purple belt. Uh, just, like, doing more with grip games. Like, I, I can't believe how much I got done last year. Um, it was insane. Like, I, I just started it last year with my friend Eddie Flowers. And... What's up, Eddie? I know Eddie. Eddie's a beast. Shout out Eddie. Yeah, shout out to Eddie. I actually am a little worried about him. I haven't heard from him in a while, and he seems to have been doing, like, you know, I'm not sure how he's doing, and I just hope he's doing okay. I, I haven't, like, you know, I, I usually talk to him a lot, and I haven't heard from him, so. If anybody knows where Eddie is, please let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, we grew this thing into, like, the podcast, the website, the store. I just want to keep growing it. I want to sponsor more people and sponsor um, Heart and Hustle. Um, I just want to keep growing. <laughs> yeah, I have so many goals to grow. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel like every, I feel like every show or every small podcast is one viral clip or one show away from blowing up. It really is, like, <laughs> it really is, it's, it is that way, because, like, you, you'll have, you're, like, your regular listeners, but then you'll get that one person on there, and it's, like, <sighs> like, you, you got, like, thousands of listens, I'm, like, whoa, where did this come from, like, you know? Yeah, I, I honestly, looking back, wish we wouldn't have gotten Gordon Ryan for the first episode. <laughs> That's so funny. Because <laughs> it's got, it's had... That episode, I think, is up to 2,500 views or something. Nice. And, and I was such a noob and such a rookie, and it's a, it's, I mean, it's not as cringy as some of the other early ones. Yeah. Because I knew so much about him, it made it super easy to just ask questions. Because I was just asking questions that I, I wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wish that I could get him now because i just the show has evolved so much and yeah just so much better yeah i feel like the thing about podcasting is like the the more it you do it and the more like you're learning how to like talk to people and flow with conversation more because like yeah i i totally when i first started podcasting i was using it as like a, a speech therapy tool because like i uh I had a hard time, like, speaking to people and being social, and I just wanted, I felt like podcasting would really help me do it, because I love talking to people, I just have such a hard time doing it sometimes, and yeah, I'm, like, three seasons in now, and I've talked to, like, such awesome people. <laughs> Dude, Bet, tell me about your neck tattoo, because oh. I keep staring at it. I have to, like, post a picture of this on the Instagram now. Oh, it hurts so bad. It's, um, there's an eyeball in the middle with some Mandela around it. I got, it was actually a cover-up. Uh, 
I ha- I, I'm actually covered in really shitty stick and pokes. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I got, like, a lot of, like, drunk tattoos when I was younger, like, my younger punk rock days. So I'm covered in horrible tattoos, but I, I'm getting them covered up. But yeah, it's a cover-up, and it hurt. But I love it now. It's great. People will talk to me oh, about it. it. Yeah, people talk to me all about it. I mean, I love when people ask me about tattoos and stuff, too. It it definitely hurt. <laughs> we lag at the same time. That's so funny. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah, so I've got shitty tattoos, too. Um, <laughs> I feel like I a lot of people one. in jiu-jitsu are, like, <laughs> shitty tattoo people. <laughs> yeah, but I have one awesome tattoo, so yeah. that's what I, I uh, prefer to tell people about. Then I, uh, I got a sleeve from Jason Kendall at nice. uh, Artwork Rebels, and uh, if anybody doesn't know Jason, definitely give him a follow on Instagram. He is one of the most legendary tattoo artists in Oregon. Nice. Um, and he's actually well known for his graffiti. Oh, cool. Um, What's his handle? Dude, his, gra- his graffiti is unreal. It's Jason Kendall at Artwork Rebels. I think it's A-R-W, Jason Kendall with a K. Awesome. Um, definitely, dude, check out his stuff. He's unreal. He, I'm actually, I, I mean, I got to show, I got to show it off, right? Yeah, you do, for sure. Uh, We're going to have to show it off. Oh, wow, that looks great. So, yeah, it, it's like a little boar. Oh, my um, God. Let me, get the, let me get the light on this thing. So, yeah, boar and flowers and color and... I'm yeah. gonna have to post this on the uh, Instagram as well. Yeah, so <laughs> I absolutely uh, love uh, talking about artists and local artists and stuff. So that's another big thing that Grips Games likes. So, yeah. Oh, he, he's um, he's unreal. We actually he's uh, we just had him on. He's gonna be our twenty uh, fourth episode, uh, which will probably come out in a few weeks or so. But yeah. um, he's a super cool guy. Uh, judo black belt jujitsu brown belt legendary tattoo and graffiti guy um really i I, dude really cool guy yeah that's super awesome it was was fun to talk to him without him hurting me (laughs) yeah he's not actually like tattooing you at the time yeah i dude i'm i'm the worst at tattoos i uh i am one of those people that will not stop talking because my nerves are I've, I'm sitting there getting tattooed. I'm trying to talk the whole time because I'm in so much pain. I, I won't shut up, and I feel like there's, like, one one artist I go to that, like, absolutely fucking hates it. But, like, my other artist that I go to, she's, like, super cool with it. <laughs> That's like, so funny. Shut up, bet. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> what, other, what other hobbies do you have? Um, I really like to go hiking, uh, over the summer, I, like, climbed mountains, which was really cool, I got into, like, mountaineering, uh, so, like, the Cascade Mountain Range, uh, I covered most of the mountains out there, just, like, hiking, it was fucking awesome, man, it was crazy, I got altitude sickness on, uh, the South Sister Mountain, which sucked, I wanted to do Mount Hood, but I actually, I think, the week I was going there, the wildfires hit. Um, and then I really like to cook. That's another one of my hobbies. Yeah. I'm a cook. Hey. 
<laughs> Your boy over here loves to cook. Yeah, I love cooking, man. <laughs> All right, so if you were going to make your best dish, what is it? Um, hmm, that's such a... I really like uh, Japanese food and just like a, a... Chef Morimoto, I have stolen his, like, teriyaki recipe. Uh, and his teriyaki sauce is on point. I, I love teriyaki. I love teriyaki. Yeah, teriyaki is like one of my favorite flavor profiles. Um, mm. hmm. What else? I really like. Uh, oh, that's such a hard question because I'm, I'm so into food. I'm like. <laughs> you cook a lot of things good. Yeah, I like. This could be a whole nother podcast. Oh, uh, dude! I could talk about <laughs> food and drinks all day. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. So, I've started, so I've always been good at grilling, and so I've always been good at cooking steaks, chicken, that kind of stuff on the grill, but I started getting into more, I wanted to cook my steaks even better, so I started looking around online, and of course, Gordon Ramsay, one of the most famous chefs ever, he had a video from 10 years ago, oh 10 years gosh. ago, on how to cook the best steak, and so I watched it, and I was like, Yo, your boy got to try this. Yeah. So now anytime I get a fancy steak, I cook it in the cast iron. Nice. With butter, with butter and thyme and garlic. Flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it, <laughs> baste it, baste it, baste it. Nice. Oof. That Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. He makes good stuff. He, I, I make his scramble the eggs too. Nice. It's technique. It's just like jujitsu. There's so much technique. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I almost yeah, I almost went to culinary school, but then I was like, I can learn all of this on my own, so I'm really glad I didn't do that. I'm actually in school now, but I I have learned so much just from YouTube and um working in kitchens and yeah. It's just it's like jujitsu. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's this guy I follow on YouTube called Sam the Cooking Guy, uh -huh. and I found him over quarantine, and he just makes unreal stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to check him out. Check him out. What he's really famous for is uh, kind of copying fast food, restaurant food, like yeah. famous, you know, like when Popeye's chicken sandwich came out, he made that, but better. Oh, that's so when, good. When Wendy's came out with the Baconator, he made it, but better, yeah. you know, and with good ingredients and, and all that stuff. And yeah. so I've gotten, I've tried uh, quite a handful of his stuff and yeah. it's so good. I've been on uh, Binging with Babish and Sola, um, they're like New York Times people, but Babish, he is completely self-taught. And like he has, I'll, I'll have to send you some of his videos, but it's really awesome to watch. He does a lot of like, he does like Harry Potter, like all the food from Harry Potter, like Lord of the Rings, like all this like TV stuff you see in the movies, he'll like recreate it in real life. I think he did, even in Skyrim, you have these like sweet rolls and he like made them. <laughs> He's like, oh, the sweet rolls from Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. I'm so nerdy. I like video games too. <laughs> I love. Hey, I love video games. Yeah, I feel like I'm the larger amount, the larger like jujitsu community is super nerdy. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> 
Yeah, actually, I got a couple of uh, good buddies that I like to play Warzone with. Um, Sean Applegate from 10th Planet Atlanta. Yeah. He's a black belt. Yeah. uh, I'll get on there with him. He's a legend. Nice. Like, he is unreal. I'm getting a gaming uh, laptop this week. Gonna have to game with you. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Always down. Hey, I got another. I got another question. Yeah, is a uh, grip games ever gonna put on like a tournament or anything? Have you guys ever thought about doing anything like that? I actually think of, like th- about that all the time because like it started as an open mat at like doing giveaways and it's grip games. Like the name itself, like it sounds like a tournament. You know, it sounds like something that you know rolling happens. That's where like the whole open mat started was grip games. But I would love to do, um, one day, like, hosting tournaments. Uh, I think about, like, rule sets and, like, what kind of rule sets I like, because I really like ADCC points, uh, and I also really like Nogi's sub only, but there's so much of that right now, so I would like to maybe dabble a little bit in ADCC style rule set, especially for the people that, like, want to do ADCC, because, uh... There are a couple athletes that want to start preparing for that. Um, I would love to do, like, cash prize tournaments because everybody deserves cash. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I, I need to grow, and I want to make that happen. That would be so cool. Like, And I'm super, like, about the heart and hustle, like, starting, like, all these little tournaments that have been popping up and, like, making it happen here. I'm, like, super about it. Really good shows. And I was actually uh, talking to my sensei, Andy, and I told him, I was like, man, I want Dojo Outfitters to throw another tournament. Yeah. Maybe we could do one together. That'd be cool. That'd be super fun. Yeah. Well, before we finish this up, is there anything else you'd like to add on or any people that you'd like to give a shout-out to? Uh, no, just thank you, Bet. Thank you, Grip Games uh, family. Thank yeah. you to all my coaches and senseis. Um, thank you, anyone who's listening. And uh, make sure y'all follow Bet on Instagram. Make sure to follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Dojo Outfitters on Instagram. <laughs> and Grip Games. Heck yeah. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to get you on here again because, like, yeah, it was great. I super enjoyed talking to you. And I feel like I could definitely talk to you forever about, like, other things. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a talker, so I'm always down. And, hey, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Have a good one.